0: Welcome to Can You Hear Me?, a sing-along show for all ages. A time to celebrate the voices of elders in the Louisville community and the music of years past that I hold so dear and I know you do too. I'm Cheyenne Mize, your host. In today's episode, Bridget Kalen joins us for a Carol King favorite from 1971, Where You Lead. We hear from several inspirational leading ladies and learn more about how Catholic Charities of Louisville is working to create hope and provide help. To get warmed up, let's take a couple deep breaths. Breathing in through your nose, and out through your mouth. Once again, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. And one last time in and out. And let your breathing return to normal. Now bring your shoulders up to your ears and hold that tension for just a moment and release. Once more, bringing your shoulders up to your ears and release. Now lean your head to one side, bringing one ear a little closer to your shoulder. And back up to center. Leaning your head to the other side now, only as far as feels good. And back up to center. Now slowly nodding your head yes, looking up to the ceiling and down to the floor. And slowly shaking your head no, looking from side to side. And coming back to center. Taking one more deep breath now, breathing in through your nose. And out. dedicating this episode to all the women out there. Women who lead, women who care, women who take chances and forge a path for themselves and others. Without a woman, none of us would be here. And according to AARP and the National Alliance for Caregiving, if we need care at some point in our lives, chances are it will be a woman who gives it. Let's listen in on several inspirational ladies on leading and finding a way.
1: Yeah, at my age, uh, what, at one thing, I'm still pondering exactly how it works, but I think my life is more like, um, like a tapestry. It's comforting to me to see like there's connections um, uh, between my childhood and you don't just like outgrow your childhood or, or a good experience or bad experience. You just sort of incorporate it and then you can find it again, find again the learning or the feeling if it's helpful. It's not gone.
2: I'm a retired chemical engineer. I did that for 21 years. I have a degree in chemical engineering. I also have a degree in finance. Um, So um, 17 years ago, uh, my company offered the senior people a package. I took it. And I said, am I going to keep on doing what I've been doing for the past 21 years, or am I going to use this? degree that I've never used and that was my impetus to go into brokerage uh, insurance and investments and so that's what I've been doing for 17 years so in another four years I will have been in my second career as long as I was in my first career and that tells you doing the math I'm no spring chicken
3: (laughs) well you know I have put off my life as an artist most of my life because of a a sort of a fear factor. And um, so when I retired, I was gonna, I'm gonna paint. So there's this artist in Frankfurt who makes her living from art. And I was kind of getting to know her and I heard her say that she mentors people. And I said, "Uh, what? to talk to you about that. We talk twice a week, and it has made all the difference in the world in my productivity. It's, it's just been a huge help. having it's almost, it's almost like a teacher, not telling me how to do the work, but just how to organize myself
2: to do the work. The most important thing is to create and not to think about creating or how to create. How to make things happen, but to just do it. When I was younger, it's like, well, how am I going to do it, and where's the funding, and what is it? You know, what is it? <laughs> what I learned is to just do it, just create it, make, do some something.
1: When I moved to Louisville, I was the founding director of the U of L Women's Center, and I was focusing on women's issues and women's equality. And I learned that the best way to bring together, especially multicultural, and diverse and inclusive audiences, through the arts. Um, so uh, we had plays, and we we sponsored plays and all kinds of arts programs to help people understand what were the roots of inequity for women of all ages and classes and backgrounds. And that took me straight into the Kentucky Foundation for Women, which uh, is all about feminist art for social change. I
2: say as long as you're breathing, it's never too late for anything. That's the way I feel about it. If you feel good, go for it. Stretch your brain. You know, um, when I changed careers 17 years ago, I hit a whole different learning curve. And it was painful, but I'm glad I did it. You know, basically when your brain stops expanding, when it stop when you stop being able to use it, that's, I believe, when you start dying. So I say go for it.
1: Well, I'm fortunate enough to be retired uh, at my age of 73, uh, but that just means I don't get paid for the work I do <laughs> As a volunteer uh, retiree, I work with families uh, that have incarcerated loved ones, but we include um, doing art making as central to uh, everybody's life, especially people with incarcerated loved ones.
3: You know, with with art, if you don't do it, it's hard to get started. But when you do it every day, it, it starts to roll.
0: It's ladies like these who remind us that life takes us many places and we don't always end up where we expected. I never expected to be hosting a show like this, and I couldn't do it without listeners and guests you hear on the show, as well as organizations like the Kentucky Foundation for Women, who Judy mentioned. Through grants and other programs, they're working to promote positive social change by supporting varied feminist expression in the arts. One of their artist enrichment grants is helping to make this show possible. It might not be possible to follow every dream, but is there one small step you can take towards something you've always wanted to do? If there's a place you've always wanted to go, could you explore pictures of that place online or in a book at the library or find some music from that place? Maybe it's a skill you've always wanted to learn or a new form of expression you'd like to try. Movement, drawing, painting, Sometimes we need help to accomplish our goals, however exciting or essential, and our featured organization works to provide that help and create hope for many folks in Louisville and the surrounding areas. Here's Susan Smith from Catholic Charities of Louisville to share with us a little about what they do and how you can be involved. Hi, my name is Susan
4: Smith. I work with Catholic Charities of Louisville as the Communications and Grants Coordinator. Catholic Charities of Louisville um, has a really straightforward mission to serve people in need, especially the poor and oppressed. And um, that doesn't have to mean financially poor. It can mean poor in spirit, poor in friendship, poor in life experiences. Interestingly, was founded a long time ago in 1939 and has been uh, adding services, expanding, changing. Uh, we now have 10 what we call um, outreach programs uh, that really uh, run the gamut of service to our community. We have the state's flagship program in anti-human trafficking. Um, We have urban gardens. We have uh, support for expecting moms. We have culinary arts job training interpreters and translators in 30-plus languages. Of course, I think we're best well-known for our work with refugees. Um, And we have a sister visitor center, which is a, a community ministry group in West Louisville that meets needs there. I think the program that we have that may be of most interest to these listeners is we have a group called Long-Term Care Ombudsman, and that is to advocate for and problem-solve with people in long-term care facilities, like nursing homes, any kind of care home setting. Um, We go in with both uh, trained visitors and trained ombudsman, which again are problem solvers, and uh, get to know residents and field their complaints and their concerns and help them solve that. So we work with them and their families. It's completely free of charge. There's no cost to that. So the ombudsman program you can reach by calling the Catholic Charities main line, which is 502-637-9786, And then you can ask for the long-term care ombudsman, or you can say those people who work with people in nursing homes, because that is a mouthful, Um, but they will get you to the right person. And people can call if they want help. People can call if they'd like to volunteer. What we know is that 60% of people who live in long-term care facilities have no outside visitors. So if you're hearing this and you'd like to volunteer to be a visitor, um, you can call us about that as well. You don't have to be Catholic to work with Catholic Charities, nor do you need to be Catholic to receive services from Catholic Charities. Our workforce is very diverse. We have practicing Buddhists, Muslims, Hindus, Catholics, other Christians, atheists, agnostics. um, And we have individuals born in, let me get this right, Africa, Asia, Europe, North America, and South America, a number of whom have actually resettled here as refugees. Perhaps I should add that you can also find us on the web at cclou.org. So if you have any questions about any of our outreach, you can find it there, cclou.org.
0: You can find all this contact information, as well as information about the Kentucky Foundation for Women we mentioned earlier, on the Can You Hear Me website, canyouhearmelouisville.org. Again, that's can you hear me Louisville, all one word, dot ah, 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 ah. That means it's time for today's song, Where You Lead, by Carole King in 1971. This song is from her iconic album, Tapestry, one of the best-selling albums of all time, with over 25 million copies sold worldwide. Joining me on this one is Bridget Kalin. Storyteller, musician, writer, illustrator, and another lady I'd be happy to follow. Let's take a minute to learn the chorus. Repeat after me. Where you lead,
5: I will follow. Where you lead, I will follow. Anywhere that you tell me to. Anywhere That you tell me to If you need You need me to be with you If you need You need me to be with you I will follow Where you lead I will follow
0: That sounds great. Let's sing the song. Let's hear that first verse, Bridget. so much, Bridget, for joining me on that one. That brings us to the challenge for this episode, which is to imagine leading an adventure of your own. If your time and resources were endless, where would you want to go? It could be a place you've been many times, a place you've only dreamed of going, or a place you make up in your mind. How will you get there? Will you take a plane, train, car, boat, or maybe you'll fly? What will you do on your adventure? You're the leader, so you can decide anything you can dream of. Will you hike up a mountain, go sightseeing, start a revolution, or something else altogether? Who or what would you want to take with you? Think about what you might need, or who might add to the adventure if they were there with you. This could be anyone from the past, present, or future, even if you've never met before. You can use the listener guide from the newsletter or website to write down your answers, and don't forget to share. Call 502-286-3616 and leave a message responding to the challenge. Or head over to the contact page of the website and click the button to leave a message. The website again is canyouhearmelouisville.org. A huge thanks to the leading ladies who appeared earlier in the show.
2: Uh, my name is Catherine Higgins.
0: My name is Tona
1: Barkley. My name is Joan Brandon. My name is Judy Jennings, J-U-D-I.
0: Thanks for joining us, and I hope to hear from you soon, because as you know, it's good to be heard. It's good to be heard. It's good to be heard. It's good to be heard.
4: It's good to be heard.
1: Oh, it's good to be heard.